Hello and welcome. This is the Bariatric Eating Real Talk podcast and I'm Susie Shaw. If you're new to our podcast, bariatric eating is more than just talk. We support nearly a million post-ops in our Facebook-based support groups, which you can join if you'd like after you participate here and feel like I've helped you. We created the most successful plan for bariatric regain on the planet. There's not a doctor's program or a hospital plan or anyone who has addressed regain and the regain crisis with anywhere near our level of success. Thousands have used our Inspire Diet along with our help to take their lives back, even when it seemed absolutely hopeless. Those who help you are post-ops. We have had regain, so we know how it feels. But we've also lost that regain, and we can help you find your way back into those smaller clothes that are in your closet. We have specific tools for you, goals, food lists, and meals to eat. And we even have our own products, so we go beyond just ideas to help you. We help you in real time. Our support is made up of people who are just like me, and collectively we've spent 20 years helping post-ops lose, regain, and learn to change their habits so the weight stays off for good. And I'm pretty sure we can help you too. So with that, today's topic is that it's Motivation Monday, and today's actually the start of the last week of August. This year is slipping by all of us fast, I think. Many of us actually started 2019 just like we start every other year with some goals to better ourselves. And for a lot of people in our Facebook groups, and maybe even you, we started 2019 with the plan to get to goal. Um, were you one of them? Like, is, if that was your goal, how's it going? Maybe it's time to shift gears and get this done. You may not be able to lose enough to get back to your goal weight, but if you start today and don't give up, you'll be ringing in the new year in a state that's much closer to goal than you are today. So let's do this. I've got some tips, and I'll add right now that a couple of these might sting, but let's be honest. If it didn't apply to you, it wouldn't sting. And just like all the other things I've said that may fall into the tough love category so far within these podcast episodes we've done, it's not meant to shame you. And it's not coming from a place of judgment. It's coming from a place of experience and a desire to help you wake up and make some changes. Because we know that in your heart, you want to make these changes or you wouldn't be listening today. So here is number one. Number one is to stop thinking that you don't know where the regain came from. Or how you got off track. Because let's be honest, if your sister told you that, she didn't know how she was gaining weight, but you spend enough time with her to, to watch her snack her way through her kids' soccer games, or you stopped with her um, at for Taco Bell uh, while you guys were running errands, and then you go out for lunch um, after church for like custom mac and cheese and mimosas every week, you'd be honest with her, wouldn't you? Her habits are off track, and they don't support her goals for weight loss. So let's call a spade a spade right now and admit that you gained because you chose to eat too much food. You may not have even been chewing the food, but you could have been doing things like getting sweet tea instead of unsweet, or you were stopping for a frappuccino on your way to the office every day. That's actually a ton of calories that you weren't chewing and they sneak up on us. So let's be honest with ourselves right now and consider how many weekends, how many weeknights we decided to run through the drive through instead of the salad bar. Or how many times we dialed up Papa John instead of, um, instead of cooking because we didn't feel like it. We won't talk about the mornings that you hit the snooze button instead of the start button on your treadmill. But we shouldn't pretend that it didn't happen. Okay? What I'm saying, again, isn't meant to shame you. And I'm not judging you. I know it stings because someone said all of these things to me when I was 350 pound, 360 pounds, actually, after my lap band surgery. That was a 150-pound regain for me. 
It's total regain plus 50 pounds. So these are things that I've done in my former life. These are things that my friends who have regained have done. These are things we hear from people in every day in our face groups that they've been doing. And that's why they're specific. And that's why it might sting because this is reality. These are things that we actually do. But I can promise you, if you're trying to get back on track, it's not because you've been eating the right way for someone who had weight loss surgery. It's because you've been choosing to eat around your surgery. And again, this isn't anything that I haven't done myself. I know millions in our support groups who have been there too. But many like me manage to get it under control and get through it. But the first thing you do, you need to do right now is to use this experience as a lesson and learn from it so that you don't keep repeating your mistakes. You can absolutely move past this and come out stronger at the end. I know you can, but you have to start by acknowledging where you went wrong exactly. Part number two, step two, or I guess tip number two. Um, pick a plan. I want you to actually pick our plan. It's the only regain program out there that was created by people who actually had bariatric surgery and had a regain. It's the only one that's worked for everyone who follows it. And it's, like I said above, it's called the Inspire Diet, but I don't want you to go check it out yet. At the end of this podcast, I'll tell you how to find it. Um, but right now, I really want you to focus on these tips and, and what this particular step is about, because it's about picking a reasonable plan that pairs protein and vegetables so that you lose weight and retrain yourself to eat a well-balanced diet that won't land you trying to get back on track four times a month, and that's like once every Monday, right? You need a plan that's easy to follow and easy to tailor to even the busiest of schedules, and that's what makes ours different. It trains you. You learn how to cook fast meals that are actually delicious and easy to put together. These are things your family will love to eat. You also learn how to eat on the go when you can't be next to your stove. Right now, you need our plan because you don't want to over-restrict and go on some crazy 20-carb-a-day plan like a lot of people think is necessary to lose or regain and get back on track. The reality is that with those kinds of ridiculous plans, you, you just can't stick with them for a day, let alone long enough to see any results. And if that was your plan before you fell off track, you likely fell off because of, some, because of that extreme dieting. It's just not sustainable. You can't live in that state. You need a variety of foods. You need to learn how to eat in any situation. And that's what our diet does. You can have a roasted ear of corn or a slice of pizza. Yeah, our diet has pizza and corn on it, and it's for bariatric people. Try it. Number three. Right now, sit down and remind yourself what you're actually trying to get back to. If you haven't heard them yet, our first three episodes are a series on how to set goals and how to make changes that serve the goals that you have, not fight with them. If you had had a goal the first time you were doing this and a plan to reach it, you wouldn't have fallen off track, would you? When things got rough in your life, you would have just changed your plan and your method to suit your current needs. You would have kept going. And it's okay that you didn't. Don't beat yourself up over that. Tons of people jump right out of the hospital having surgery. They get so super excited that they forget that they need a plan. It's so validating when we start losing so much weight so fast in that honeymoon stage. We forget that we need a plan. We need guidelines. We need some rules to follow. We need to change our habits. And, and we get lost and we end up off track. I got lost once. And that's why I know how easy it is to get off track and how easy it is to get lost with that. But thanks to our support groups on Facebook, I got the help that I needed. And that's what today's episode about is about. You can do this if you take the time for you to get focused about what you want, why you want it, and how you're going to do it. You won't regret doing this today. Number four, find something to do at home. Seriously, if you live somewhere, there's a place within your dwelling that needs a little bit of TLC. 
on a very basic level, I bet your fridge needs to be wiped down inside and out and that your pantry hasn't been cleaned out in the few in the past couple months. Getting a fresh fridge and cleaning out all that crap you bought for the kids but ended up eating anyways will absolutely fire you up in an instant. And when that's done, I bet there's a closet that needs to be organized or a floor that needs scrubbing. Part of our issues with falling off track after weight loss surgery is that we've created some habits um, before we had surgery, of course, but we had these habits that surrounded around foods. We sit down and relax after dinner, but then grab some snacks to munch on, even if we had dinner not that long ago and we're still not actually hungry yet. In our groups, we actually refer to it as fat brain, and I'm going to go into that in a future episode, but um, at a very basic level, it's it's just habitual eating. We, we want to eat in front of the TV despite not actually being hungry, or we need a bedtime snack or a snack when we get in the car and go somewhere. Most of us who had weight loss surgery, and especially those of us who had weight loss surgery and regained, tend to eat out of habit and not hunger. I know from our groups that this isn't something that was um, that only I did. The number one excuse people use in our groups for not being able to stick with following a, a bariatric diet is nighttime snacking or nighttime cravings. But here's a fact that I know to be true. Busy people don't snack as they're doing stuff. So instead of watching your favorite TV show while munching, keep your fingers busy by writing a letter to your grandma or your mom as you watch TV. Another thing you might be able to do is save yourself some time and get ready for your morning by taking some time in the evening and, you know, getting your work clothes ready. Iron them, lay them out, plan your accessories, get your work bag set, and then go to the kitchen and pack your lunch. If you have kids, do the same for them. You'll be amazed that what takes you half an hour to do in the mornings when you're kind of groggy and sleepy and in a rush takes you like 10 minutes at night. This is not a long thing to do. But um, in the morning, this actually will allow you, if you do this at the night before, you'll actually have the time in the morning to make a breakfast, sit down at the table and have and eat it instead of trying to figure out as you drive to work or school drop off, which drive through has the shortest line for that breakfast burrito that you know in your heart isn't helping you get to goal. You can also practice some self-care. Take a hot shower or a bath. Use that mask that you've been meaning to use for the last couple months, maybe. And I know I always seem to have stuff like that for later, um, but that never comes. So why not now? Um, what about a hobby? Like if you were thinking about learning to quilt or, or knit or scrapbook some of those pictures you take, you know, sit down with your iPod and research local quilting guilds or sewing groups. Um, there's all kinds of ways to get started with hobbies. I could keep going, but you get it, right? After you get home, after you have dinner and you do the dishes, do something. Don't just sit there. Stay a little bit busy. And then you kind of end your day with the feeling of satisfaction that you did something. You accomplished things. Instead of putting things off for tomorrow, and that's a tomorrow that never seems to come for me. I know it sounds like a lot of work. I absolutely get it. It, it doesn't seem a lot if you haven't been doing it. But trust me when I say many in our groups who have tried doing this find out that by the time they're finished for the day and they sit back and they're really, really ready for tomorrow, they all of a sudden don't need that bedtime snack that they grew to love. They don't want to eat those Cheetos on the couch and watch TV. They've got a sense of fulfillment because they, they had some activity that was productive. They took care of themselves. They took care of their homes. They took care of their families. That alone is motivating. And it becomes something you actually look forward to putting into practice every single day. So try that. Number five, get some sleep. Seriously, your body needs rest. If you're feeling sluggish during the day, you're going to be less likely 
to stick with those good choices that you made in the morning and you're going to snack on things you know you should because you're just not feeling your best. If you have trouble sleeping at night, try disconnecting from like, you know, your TV and your computer and your iPads and all of those electronics for a little while before bed. Um, all of those things keep our brains awake. Reading can be great, but it can also keep your brain awake. Maybe start journaling to kind of sum up where you're at. That's something that could be especially valuable if you're trying to get back on track and, and change some habits, staying conscious of where you're feeling, how you're doing with those. That's an important thing too. You could also read your, your kids a book, have a chat with your spot, your partner or spouse. I know sometimes it seems like we go, you know, a long time without talking about anything, um, anything important and like kind of personal and stuff like that. You know, you talk with your husband or your wife about bills and the house and stuff like that. But when was the last time you sat down and just had a conversation? Um, you know, if you, if, if, these are there's a lot of non-electronic things you 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 can do at home, and if you still can't quiet your mind, I use something that we sell called Good Night Melts. Um, I rely on them actually when my husband's deployed because I, I get a little bit nervous when I'm alone in the house. Um, it's just me and my daughter usually. So, um, but they help me fall asleep gently and fall asleep really really quickly. But I'm not so out of it that I can't be woken up since I'm the only adult here. That's you know not like a safe thing. And then of course I'm never never groggy because of course being the only adult means that it's on me to get ready and get out of the house every day. But um, it's sleep is actually really important. You need it. Not only does our body confuse fatigue with hunger, our body needs proper sleep to actually lose weight. The better and more restfully we sleep, the better our body can do things like digest food and do what it needs to do to actually lose that weight you work so hard to lose during the day. And last, number six, make a plan to repeat this tomorrow. If you have to write a note to put on top of your phone so you see it first thing in the morning, write that note right now. We've been talking a lot about this in our previous episodes, I think, but to be successful and to stay on track, you need to focus and repeat and repeat and repeat. Like I've said in every episode, consistency is the key to success. And once you get started, it's a snowball effect. But the key to that is to making a plan to repeat one good day again and again and again. This is going to be a huge game changer for you. So um, I really, really want you to take that, that one to heart. Now, as always, I'm going to end with a reminder that you are 100% absolutely worth the effort that will take for you to get back on track and stay on that track. If you need a little extra boost, come join our support groups. You're not alone in this, and we really do want to help you. So if you aren't already in them, come join us. I'll link it on the website in our podcast episode notes. And of course, I want to thank you so much for listening. We can always be found for extra help and support at www.bariatriceating.com. And once you're there, you can do a keyword search for podcasts to find all of the episodes listed with helpful links and articles inside each one. Um, for this episode, I'm going to be linking the Inspire Diet, the Good Night Melts I mentioned, and some of our weekly meal plans and a couple articles on how to reset your mindset. Over the past 20 years, we've helped more post-ops thrive after surgery and keep the weight off. We can help you too. So please come check out our website. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast so that you're always updated as soon as episodes are available. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.